Welcome to the Latitude and Longitude Travel Broadcast with me, Brian Fakir. Brought to you by Two Week Holidays, raw and uncut. Welcome to the latest episode of the Latitude and Longitude Podcast. My name is Brian Fakir. I am your host today and uh, I'm an international author, entrepreneur, and independent travel agent and today we are going to cover the sunday time suggestions for five places to experience in japan uh, in the autumn the, the article from an article by calvin young in the silent sunday times so what we're going to look at is summer ends and we're going to look towards the autumn where you and i know and the nature lovers enjoy that the trees change color from green to red a really spectacular and lovely time of the year for us. Even more so for the people of Japan, so that you know the turn of the leaves in Japan is a major draw, uh, not only for holidaymakers but also the the locals who plan their drives and their hikes and their picnics to uh, coincide with the best view in times. There's some uh, really spectacular foliage hotspots in Japan, uh, which are really packed with visitors during the season. Would you believe? Uh, many parks in the big cities, they also offer incredible views of trees uh, with um, very vibrant hues. So what better to take a train ride to visit all these stunning places which give some great stunning views. And, you know, if you're, if you're a photographer, you can uh, take some stunning images and come back with uh, some really great stories. So if you're looking to explore the entirety of Japan, you can do it most cost-effective with the uh, JR, which is the whole the Japan Rail Pass. It's called the whole Japan Rail Pass, and it gives access to a very extensive network of train lines. So let's have a look at some of the um, must-see autumn foliage destinations. So if you uh, sort of take the Sagano Scenic Railway and head for the Tofukuji Temple in Kyoto, it's really a memorable experience. So uh, the, it's a sightseeing train and it's become to known as the romantic train. And it takes passengers through very dreamy and some breathtaking scenery. And um, the, the, the sights along the, the route change with the seasons. So you're looking in spring, you've got cherry blossoms swaying above the, the passing train. Then it changes in the autumn where the landscape is wrapped in a real blanket of flaming orange and red, crimson, red leaves. Uh, as the train winds its way through the sun dappled forests, it's really a relatively slow pace. Probably takes uh, 25 minutes to take the journey between Saga Station and Kamioka Station. And while it's very scenic, it's um, beware, this is not covered by the Japan Railroad Pass, by the way. So, but the ride is worth the extra cost. And uh, a one-way ticket can be bought from about uh, 620 yen. And currently, at the time of this podcast, is about $8 for adults. Um, but beware again during the autumn, because the, you know, these trips are quite popular. There may be long queues for the, the train ride, so it's uh, always good to plan your uh, journey in advance as you can. So as you begin the journey from Toroko Saga Station, which is uh, right next to the JK Saga, JR rather, Saga Ariashiyama Station, and it can be easily reached from Kyoto Station on the Sagano Line. So, you know, if you are stopping in Kyoto, uh, just check out the Tafuhugenshi Temple. It's a Zen temple and it's known for its historical halls and lush maple trees which are a blaze of fiery red in the autumn. 
the temple grounds can get extremely crowded with foliage hunters. And this is a thing in Japan, and lots of nature lovers uh, collecting foliage. But um, there's plenty to go around, and really enjoy it there. So it's a 10-minute walk to here from Tofukuji Station, and it's just a stop away from the Kyoto Station on the JR Nata Line. Next, we go and visit Hokkaido. Is the um, the first place, would you believe, in Japan where autumn descends, and it's the uh, ideal launch pad to the rest of the country. The uh, foliage season usually peaks in October on the northernmost island, and in other parts, such as Tokyo and Kyoto, uh, probably the best viewing times are around November and December. So, if you're on a foliage hunt, uh, don't forget try and visit the uh, Daisensu-san National Park. Uh, this is said to be the first spot to see the changing colours of the leaves each autumn. Um, as you go into central Hakuado, the, there's a park, and the park takes you through the very unspoilt landscape of mountain ranges, hot spring resorts, and waterfalls. And it's uh, home to plenty alpine fan plants and some uh, wildlife, including uh, brown bears. Beware the bear. For the intrepid uh, amongst us, why not um, take a trip up to Hokkaido's tallest peak at uh, 2.291 kilometers, uh, Mount Ashae Dake. Uh, you can get the best aerial views of the autumn leaves from the top here, some great photographic opportunities. Uh, the, the trees on top of the uh, Ashae Dake start changing colors in September, and it leaves a blanket of reds and yellows over the entire mountain by the next month. Um, when you're up there you just watch the leaves that catch the sunlight more easily and uh, explains their brighter and more brilliant colors so you can there's a uh, two ways to get up there you can either walk um, it's a ropeway takes you midway up or an aerial lift line and you can go on the treks on, on the rugged mountain and uh, after a day of uh, doing this hiking you can soak in the, there's lots of hot springs at the uh, the foothills uh, a really relaxing time um, next we take ourselves down to Tokyo. Uh, in downtown Tokyo, there's some really breathtaking views of the autumn leaves at the uh, Raikyugi N Garden. It's uh, an Edo period feudal lord's garden and it was created three centuries ago. Uh, have a stroll through this traditional Japanese style garden. It has a network of walking paths uh, winding around small hills, forested areas and a lake and uh, get lost in the beauty of the warm red leaves which are a spectacular sight between mid-November and early December. Take a rest at one of the tea houses and enjoy a quiet cup of green tea against a romantic uh, fall foliage backdrop. Um, for a more novel experience, uh, why not go there at night into one of the tea houses and view the colours as the sun sets. That's amazing. Real photographic opportunity there again. Um, the trees surrounding the lake are temporarily lit up after the sunset and it results in the leaves' dramatic hues giving the garden a very ethereal feel. Um, there is a charge for this, obviously, because it's a prime viewing spot. So the, the entrance fee is about 300 yen. At the time of this podcast, again, it's about uh, $3.90. It's about 10 minutes on foot from the station and it's served by the JR Yamanote line or the Namabuku subway line. 
So not far from the Raikugi Inn Garden is the Ueno Park and it's better known for drawing large crowds to view its famous cherry blossoms in the spring. But in the autumn the park, as thousands of trees, is really attractive uh, with your walkways coloured by maple and ginkgo foliage. So why not take a break by visiting the other attractions within the, the park's sprawling grounds which are home to art galleries, museums and a zoo. And among them is the Tokyo National Museum which houses the largest collection of Japanese art including ancient pottery and samurai swords. Ueno Park is just a two minute walk from the JR Ueno Station and is served by the Yamanote Line, Keithin Tohoku Line and the Northern Shinkansen Lines. Next, why not make a day trip to Lake Kawachukchi Cove? There's some stunning views of some red, orange and yellow autumn leaves in the shadow of the iconic Mount Fuji. There's many spots to admire the country's tallest peak, which stands at 3.776 kilometers. View often, and uh, the view is really an unparalleled. Uh, on, a, on a clear day, you can rent a boat, would you believe, and catch gorgeous views of the mountain and trees and they're reflected on the lake's calm surface. Uh, a really zen experience. Obviously the best time to visit is early hours of the morning, between 6 and 7 a.m. and that's when before the crowd clouds roll in, you get a really, uh, again, more photographic opportunities. Take a camera, take a nice camera. You know, even take pictures on your phone. It's just a real nice memory. Another spot is the Maple Corridor. It's a walkway lined by some probably 60 maple trees, but really bursting in warm colours. Every year is an autumn leaves festival uh, between end of October and mid-November, and the trees are illuminated again in the evening. To get there, you take the Fuji Excursion. It's a limited express service which runs between Shinjuku on the Chuo Line and the Kawajuki Ko Line. Uh, and if you have a JR Pass, uh, you can ride a part of it on the Fuji excursion between Shinjuku and Otsuki without needing an extra ticket. However, you would need to get a ticket for the second half of the journey. And next we go to Minu Park, uh, 30 minutes from Osaka and um, really calm, welcome respite from a busy city. Uh, the forested park with nearly 1,000 types of plants as a main hiking trail starts from Hankayo Minu Station, leads up to the park's hidden attraction, the 33-meter Minu Waterfall, set against the backdrop of natural greenery. The autumn colors are their loveliest around late November, when the leaves turn red and gold. The trail is reasonably easy to walk and should take you less than an hour to reach the waterfall and has been used as a meditation site for as far back as the Asuku era, which is around the 7th century. The closest JR station is Shin Osaka, and if you're coming from other cities. The maple leaves are not just a feast for the eyes, you can also eat some of them, would you believe? Momji tempura, or deep fried maple leaves, is a popular delicacy native to the area and cannot be easily found in other parts of the country. Uh, the leaves have little taste, but give the autumn snack its special shape. They're dipped in sweet batter and deep fried to a golden crisp. Said to have originated some 1300 years ago, the sweet and crunchy snack comes in different variations depending on the shop you visit. Some chefs prefer using yellow leaves, which are apparently uh, softer than the red ones, while others add sesame seeds for more failure. Uh, failure? For more flavour. Uh, look at your notes, Brian. 
many shops in the city of Minot serve maple leaf tempura. Why not stop by the wildlife Hisokani Hokosendo, which grows its own maple trees to produce the local autumn snack. So now we're taking in another train journey and we're going to look at the alpine views in the coastal city of Toyama. Um, we're going to soak in this hot springs in this idyllic resort of Yufu and dine at street-side yate stalls in the metropolis Tokyo. All while travelling on a scenic train getaway across Japan with just one rail pass. When you're touring a few areas in Japan, commuting by rail is highly recommended. Besides being cheaper than getting individual tickets, the Japan Rail Pass, commonly known as the JR Pass, offers savvy foreign travellers unlimited journeys on various forms of transportation run by the Japan Railways Group. It can be used on most trains operating on the nationwide railway network, including the bullet trains, as well as other means of transportation such as buses and ferries. Many, trail, uh, many rail passes suit different needs, whether it's nationwide or citywide and they also vary in terms of validity period. If you want to look to explore the entirety of Japan, you can do so with the value for money JR Hold Japan Rail Pass, which gives access to every JR line throughout the country for 7, 14 or 21 consecutive days. For tourists planning to venture within a certain area, getting a regional pass may be more suitable. The passes come with options such as green or ordinary. The more expensive green car typically found on the bullet trains and limited express trains is equivalent to a first-class cabin on flights. As a passenger you enjoy bigger seats, your own luggage space and seat reservations for popular rides during peak periods. Again, don't forget to book early. Uh, there's a variety of passes to pick from and you can start by noting the areas of Japan you would like to visit. So for example if you're planning a trip to Tokyo but want to visit Osaka then by the JR Hokuruku Arch Pass. If you're merely exploring within an area as Hokkaido, by the JR Hokkaido Rail Pass. Uh, if you want to travel in the city, you also may want to get smart cards, such as the Suiyuka or the Alcoka, which function like easy link cards. Looking forward to a trip to Tokyo, uh, but planned other visits to other parts of the country, then get the JR whole Japan Rail Pass again. Once you're Japan, uh, go to any of the JR offices located in airports, main train stations and uh, pods there that you can redeem the actual pass with your exchange order and passport. Always have your passport with you. So you're now ready for your rail adventure. Uh, JR pass holders can skip the automatic gates at the stations by presenting their pass to the staff at the manned counter. And for the uninitiated, the train journey can be as fascinating as the destination. For instance, the Aso Boy offers panorama seating at both ends of the train, allowing picturesque scenes to unfold from the windows. Again, marvellous photographic opportunities in Japan. Uh, you, you really got to go there, you can't miss these things. And there are other unique rides on the rail network. Uh, powerful steam locomotives like the Jet Black SL Hud. To Yoshi, to cutesy ones such as the Pokemon With You train. The uh, SL Hitio Soshi chucks down the line from the rustic Kumanato countryside to the former castle town of Hitoyoshi. Uh, they have historical displays and classic interiors that uh, train enthusiasts will really appreciate. 
and the adorable Pikachu-themed Pokemon with you train runs between cities Ishinaseki and Kisunanuma and designed to cheer up children in the tsunami wrecked areas of Tohoku. So we hope you liked that little journey through Japan and really um, get over there in the autumn and seek out really the foliage, the trees, the, the red maple, um, obviously the cherry blossoms come out in the spring but you get to see Mount Fuji and you get to go around Tokyo, check out the museums, um, Japanese art is really fabulous. Um, from, um, I have a particular fascination with the, the samurai era and some of that artwork is, is really incredible and the Japanese culture itself is wonderful lovely people so yeah, get aboard get across there and enjoy your autumn holiday in Japan uh, if you'd like us to help you with that at all just get in touch with us uh, at our email which we tell you at the end of this but I'll tell you right now it's a temporary one but it's twoweekholidays at gmail.com uh, we've had a bit of a blip with our main email account so we've set this one up so as we not disappoint you and you missing out on some great trips so yeah get in touch with us uh, want to know more about Japan please do drop me an email drop us a, a message on Facebook at two week holidays or even on Instagram at two week holidays and uh, love to hear your questions and we'd love to help you out on your holiday so that's it for this quick episode about Japan and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Uh, stay good and happy traveling. Well, that's it for this episode of the Latitude and Longitude podcast and I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Some short little snippets there. We aim to make these podcasts just nice listening and quite quick to absorb so not too long ones and um, hopefully in the future we'll probably be interviewing some um, probably travel operators um, I'm sure they'd like to come on and let you know what's going on in the industry so look forward to seeing you across on the next episode and uh, if you'd like to know more about us follow us on Facebook twoweekholidays.com as well and um, e email us or message us here at uh, the podcast look forward to it thank you for listening see you soon bye now and happy travels So how do we contact you all? Jordan, how do we contact you? Um, on Facebook um, and Instagram, Ricky Systems, R-I-K-A, and then Systems with a Z. Um, also, Club Ricker, that's on Instagram, or you can email us, admin at rickersystems.com. Brilliant. Or, or you can just search Google, just type into Google Ricker Systems, I mean, you got a whole... <laughs> I did. <laughs> Google search, just type in Rick Systems. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. I'll, I'll just blend back into this tent. The chameleon. Yeah. He's an impressionist as well. Yeah, I might whip her with my tongue now. <laughs> <laughs> Louise. Hello. She rapidly going to Facebook to find out where she's. Who am I? Who am I? I exist in this Where am I? Bubble.
So I live in an energy bubble, um, but you can find me at justbetherapy.co.uk and it's just the word just, J-U-S-T, with a B on its own, um, and on Facebook as well. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how you find me. Um, cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Craig's only been here for a couple of hours now and he's managed to take everybody's voice off <laughs> without them talking completely. Yeah. yeah. So a man of many talents. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an energy stealer. <laughs> I come in and I just suck it energy all out. Energy vampire. Yeah. Energy vampire. Yeah, brilliant. Lovely. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah.